0: Going live. So break the trance is the title of the Dharma talk. And the idea is uh, not that you can cut into it and stop it just by uh, just by seeing it, that it is a trance or some kind of spell or some kind of myopia you have about your own emotions, thought patterns and so on. I sometimes say don't believe it, don't disbelieve it, don't look away. Don't do anything with it. That's hard to do because we're always there's always this slight magnetism that is fueled by fear, fear of being wrong. You're making a mistake, uh, some kind of embarrassment. Embarrassment is just uh, the downside of embarrassment is doesn't feel very good, but the upside of embarrassment, if you see that, that is an indication that there's some quality of self-centeredness that doesn't feel just right. It's the way we kind of take our own own inventory. And I would say, uh, don't do anything with that. Don't stop it, don't start it, don't start, don't stop it, don't support it, don't disregard it, the three poisons, passion, aggression, and ignorance. But break break the spell. You have to see that you're in a spell. You have to see that you're entrained or in a trance about your mind, about your ideas, about your thought patterns. We can't go the other way and say, oh, I don't believe that. That's just as bad. It's not just as bad. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's called, it's, it's the relative way of seeing non-duality. The ultimate say- it's a way of seeing non-duality is just that. It's ultimate. So you don't really see anything. If you see something, that's confusion. And I don't mean you don't see the table or see the rug or see that. I'm saying the very simple uh, appearance of things is also not separate. But then what do we do? We immediately come to a conclusion about it, which creates the entrainment that causes us to go on and on. At war with ourselves, at war with others, and the dependent origination that is arising in your mindstream, in your thought patterns, in your life uh, is uh, very clear as it is, but very um, uh, confusing as it appears. So as it appears means as you're seeing it, viewing it is you have ideas about it. You, you, you actually abandon your life moment by moment and want something else. So it seems necessary to actually look at, at, the, at the attachment we have to whatever we think or whatever we, um, whatever conclusion we come to, then we do something with that and we do something with, then we do something else and we turn it this way and turn it that way sometimes called worrying. We worry about everything. We jump this way, jump that way. Uh, It seems that the only way that I know of, based on what I've been looking at for quite a while, is to sit down, hold still, and do nothing but watch the the momentum of the, I'm gonna say it this way, the crazy mind, our crazy passion, aggression, ignorance, just watch the momentum. If you don't fuel it, it can't keep going. The only way you can fuel it, as far as I know, is to grasp it, reject it, or to turn away or distract yourself. If you do one of those three, then you will miss your uh, fundamental nature, which is not separate from anything. There isn't anyone, but we continually use the pronouns. Well, I like this, I don't like that. Well, as for me, I think this is better or that's better. It's not that that is uh, something you shouldn't do, you shouldn't stop doing that necessarily, but you could be aware of that and see that why sometimes Buddhism is, Buddhism is called the middle way, because not too, not too tight, not too loose. Some, atta- some attachment, but not going overboard to squeeze some kind of happiness out of relative truth. It won't happen. Depending on your karma, it might come up temporarily that if you do this and do that, you're suddenly very happy. You get this, uh, excuse me, with this uh, partner or this kind of job or this kind of thing. Temporarily, that's probably going to work, but nothing lasts. Everything is impermanent. That looks like something. That looks like something arising, something going away, something arising, something going away. And we get magnetized. We get hypnotized. We get entrained into that that circularity of our mind, and we find ourselves chasing after that, running away from that, and avoiding that. It seems the only way it seems here is that the only way we can Come to some kind of deep understanding of what this is, is to sit down, hold still, and watch the movement without adding, watch the movement without subtracting, watch the movement without dividing or separating ourselves from it. Very simple math. Don't do it. When I say don't do it, the way that starts out is to see the way you can't help but come to conclusions about things. And the, the self centered mind, the ego mind, gets its nourishment from that. It, it, it gets kind of empowered by having some successes. Uh the two di- two directions that those go in are hope and fear. So I'm not saying you shouldn't hope that your car doesn't run out of, the, out of gas on the way to the store. So there's a little bit of that, but a little bit of fear is okay. We tend to overdo it and start to have that run our life instead of our clarity around what this is at war. At, uh, in a very subtle way, or we are at war with everything or at peace with everything which is uh, equally more difficult to see because of the very nature of that concept. But it's still the case. Don't go to war. Don't go to peace. Do nothing. There isn't anything to do. If you think there is, then merry-go-round. It gets complicated because we're in relationship with other people, our, our family, our friends, our society, our sangha, our, uh, our spiritual community, and there's all kinds of uh, circularity going on there. Don't stop it. Don't start it. Don't go do anything with it. Just observe it. Just watch it. If you observe it, then you begin to see the way in which you begin to see firsthand, uh, the way in which you're attached to your ideas, your conclusions, your opinions, your beliefs. Seeing the attachment clearly, uh, it, it, um, it breaks it. It breaks that, um, entrainment or that hypnosis or that, um, whatever the hell that is. It just it starts to slow down, and you don't, you don't even feel like you're doing anything. You almost, if, if, this, uh, if this turnabout at the basis of consciousness, called the Ali Vijnana, the storehouse kind of, if this comes about in your lifetime, you, you, you'll, you might feel like you don't deserve it, or you didn't really do anything for that to happen. You just stop getting in the way of your own Buddha nature. There's nothing to realize. Don't believe a word I say. Don't disbelieve it. Don't look away. You're here, so you could listen. Questions? Huck around.
1: Is labeling something as awareness also an entrapment or a trap? No,
0: not necessarily. Just do it once. Don't make a career of it. In other words, don't become a great meditator, a person who's always aware of everything.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, just you're caught in something and you're feeling overwhelmed and you um, feel like aggression or, or something mm-hmm. and you sit and say that's I recognize that and you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Is that um, further confusion or is that mm-hmm. okay just so, to rest there?
0: I wouldn't do any of that. There, there's a teaching that says rest of the nature of alia, which is, uh, but alia is a, an intense concept, a rest in the nature of unborn awareness. This is part of the Lojong tra- training coming out of the teacher's seven points of mind training. Not against that. But you should actually, when I say you should, you're asking me, so I would say I wouldn't do much. I would do less than what you're, if you're able to ask that question, then do less. Just back up just a little a little ways before you came to the conclusion you're asking me about. Makes perfect sense, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it's at
2: all.
0: That's progress. Yes.
1: If that happens and the spell is broken, so to speak, why does it keep returning?
0: Fear. Fear. Because the, the, The gradual slide into no self, which is a fundamental reality, that gradual slide is scary to the self-centeredness that wants to get back out of that cavern because it imputes or believes or thinks that there's something to be lost. Nothing is threatened anywhere. Questions? Questions?
2: Do we have to be to the point where we think there's nothing to lose before we can realize no self?
0: It's something to contemplate or think about but not necessarily to be concerned about get to the point of that. It's already the case. So getting to the point is more more relativity in a, in a more polished uh, form of thinking process. You can't, you can't really figure this out or think your way into it. All you can do is see it. And you might have to look at the opposite or look, to look at the confusion, look at the confusion for quite a long time without doing anything with it before it just collapses or it gets no more fuel. This is why we do sitting practice of meditation. Shikantaza, sit down, whole still, sit in a symmetrical posture, watch what comes and goes without interfering. If it slows way down, fine. If it speeds way up, fine. Yeah. I'm
3: just wondering if our meditation, especially boring, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of mm-hmm. things? things happening, is,
0: is
2: that like unhelpful? or
0: No, it's fine. It could be a little bit different with each person but basically the boredom is uh, is the downside it feels boring but the upside is that's a sign you're you're weaning yourself away from entertainment so that entertainment could take the form of all kinds of things so just a validation of you're the person who's really afraid or you're the person who's really getting somewhere or finally you're beginning to understand the nature of reality uh, some other baloney more children does anything begin to replace that space that was there before the boredom showed up. It isn't so much that something or phenomena starts to show up. It's just a a more understanding about what phenomena are and what who you are and what all of this is that is very difficult to put into words. As I sometimes say, if you understand what this is, uh, there's a good likelihood you'll be tongue-tied or speechless because you won't be able to say what it is, especially if there's no one there. There's no solid being there anymore. There's still a body-mind wandering around doing things, perhaps. More. Good good question. More. What you were just saying about being turned out or speechless,
2: I was kind of trying to formulate a question in regards to that. I do not know. I still don't know exactly how to turn it into a question. There are times, the deeper I get into my practice, and the more I meditate, where simple conversations and social interactions just... like seem so irrelevant and unnecessary mm-hmm. to existence at all that um, I find myself becoming more and more reclusive and mm-hmm. just not having anything to say to anyone. What's your question? How do you get past that? How do you keep that from turning into Stop a trying to get past reaction? It. Don't
0: get past it. You don't have to get past anything. Misunderstanding called spiritual materialism, trying to get somewhere. You're, you're already somewhere. You don't have to get somewhere else. More? Less. <laughs> what? You know, um, yeah, it's a, it's a way of talking about it. It isn't exactly that way. It's just a way of, and it could be up differently for, for, you know, for different people in different ways. Yes. Go on. Oh, you
3: use the word trance. What's the difference between a trance and a dream? Same thing. You're
0: magnetized by that. Otherwise you wouldn't dream. But it's not about getting rid of the dream or getting rid of the trance, even though I'm saying uh, break that uh spell or break that trance. It's about seeing what it being really seeing what it is. See can you break it? Is there anyone to break it? Is there a trance in the first place? So it's 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 always, as I say over and over, it's always about the awareness. Like here's here's the object that's arising and in order to to be viewed it has to be in some kind of space. So just like in your mind when you practice meditation, you become more and more, you could say, aware of how much room there is there. For things, things come and go, thoughts come and go and come and go. Sometimes we interfere with them by being worried. Sometimes we grasp onto them. Sometimes we don't want to think. Sometimes we want more thinking. We always are never completely satisfied with what's happening. And even satisfaction is a uh, temporary. Wanting things to be different than they are.
3: But it seems like there's a dream or um, a hook on a personal narrative?
0: hmm Yes.
3: Can that ever be recognized as such without being laminated to it?
0: How does it look to you?
3: It seems like whatever looks like that is it's, it's already happening before there's a comment on it. But it still feels like... It feels... Um, like a continuing storyline.
0: What's mm-hmm. the question? Is that a trance? That's a good, that's a good
1: response. When we are dissatisfied with something, is it helpful to take the blame?
0: That is, that's actually a teaching. Uh, drive all blames into one, or um, that it's always this direction rather than that direction. Even that isn't complete, but it's a way of practicing. Is it's called uh, the ability to respond or responsibility from the ultimate point of view. Uh, spoken in relative terms, you're responsible for everything. Everything's your fault. You're the blame for everything. You get credit for everything. This you're not separate from this world. As uh, a philosophical statement, it sounds kind of fancy, and you can uh, the ego mind can appropriate that, appropriate that, and say we're all one, or some kind of celebration of oneness, or we are the world, or something like this. Is a Misunderstanding. Not that it w- isn't well intentioned, of course it is, but it's based on relative truth, on trying to get relative truth to cooperate and get along. Not going to happen. It actually needs to be transcended. This is just a way station. It's like a, a huge ball of dirt called sixth grade. Well, maybe seventh grade. It's just a big school. Yes. Way station. Where is it that we are going? Back to where we came from. You want a more more of a story than that? You just return to your original nature. We're, we're away from it. We're we're in this this mix called Samsara, the spinning of life and death, up and down, back and forth, success and failure, and we believe it. We try to get away from some things and get to other things. How around.
1: If we are, if we take the blame, but we're not a self. So how do we work with that?
0: It's much easier to have a self. There isn't anyone. So you just, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you take it? This is a, a personal, a personal way of, uh, I don't particularly promote or teach uh, Tonglen or sending and receiving while writing the breath, even though I practiced it quite a bit. I think rather than do a mechanical way like that in the Lojong practice is to, is to do it uh, just spontaneously in your life you know, to actually uh, receive whatever's going wrong, take it, um, and send out, uh, good feelings, kindness, help, however you want to look at it and do it uh, situationally rather than just sit down and just, you know, um, rather than just try to do it mechanically. I think that's uh, just a misunderstanding. Yes.
1: How do you you talk about volition, like self-volition?
0: Intention or volition?
1: Yeah. Where does that fall into? Uh, Situation. What this
0: is? So if, if you're no longer objecting to anything or agreeing with anything or ignoring anything, then the world is spit in its confusion is still going this way and that way. And you're still, the consciousness has still been downloaded into this particular lifetime or this one or anyone. And then you, you, you work in the, uh, in, uh, in concert with everything. You still, there's still a se- sense of separation and there's still a, not particularly a, a sense of being at one with anything. But yes, you just work in your relative situation. You just do whatever comes up without selecting, without cutting in at anything, without doing anything at all. It won't feel like you're getting much credit. You won't be. Uh, people won't necessarily look at you and think of you as a saint. you? Well,
2: are we all in the same basic trance or under the same spell?
0: Seems that way. What is that? Just passion, aggression, ignorance, desire, wanting things to be different than they are use the teaching of the Buddha. I'm not saying there aren't other teachings that might be more precise. Maybe there are. But if you just return to the basic teaching of the Buddha, everything is dependently arisen. There's not a separate, separate thing anywhere. It sure looks like it, though, doesn't it? And we get... Mm-hmm.
2: Why doesn't the conceptual understanding of that situation break the trance?
0: Uh, because the conceptual situation is the trance. And we don't want to get rid of concepts. We, what happens is because we get fearful... Uh, because of dependent, uh, because of this, uh, as uh, Nagarjuna talks about it in, uh, in praise of Dharmadhatu, the cage of our, our afflictions, our conditioning that has gotten us into this point. We just, it's, we have difficulty dealing with that without trying to stop it. Or as as if it's some separate, situ- separate situation, instead of seeing that we're not separate from that. You can actually be who you are. You can actually, isn't that pretty good news, I think? I think so. You can actually be the afflictions you're trying to get rid of. If you do that, then there's no one else but that. On. Is an awakened being
4: magnetized to the world in a way other than the three poisons?
0: They aren't even in it. They're in it physically. There's a physical being. They're here, but they're also not here at all. And they're not somewhere else. More. Is the bodhisattva about some kind of magnetism? The Bodhisattva vow is a way of, of uh, relating to the world so that you can uh, begin to understand that, that nothing is separate from anything else. Everything is dependently arisen. So, but that doesn't mean there aren't beings who are suffering, torturing each other. And so we're just not going to do that. M- meet people in their confusion rather than try to get them to get rid of their confusion. Meet them in that. More? What do you mean meet them in their confusion? What does that look like? Not meddling with them but also not abandoning them Don't take your eyes off from them. Don't take your senses away from anything in order to escape or get out of the confusion. Uh, sometimes it's taught different ways where you actually go into the confusion. I would say, meet them at, in the confusion rather than go in and barge in in somebody's craziness with some kind of a, you know, a mission to save them or something, even though that's part of the vow to be with all things, save all beings part of that teaching sometimes says which makes it sometimes confusing that there are no beings to save but we still need to do that because it's a relative context that we're in so we need to need to work with that and in, in each part, there's no one kind of teaching or um, sentence or comment or phrase that is going to work with everyone that's why the teachings are broken up into so many different ways of expressing this it seems
4: like even if i endeavor to just receive negativity some of that Lease out. How can I relate to that inadvertent
0: meddling? Just watch it. It's always about awareness. It's never about stopping, starting, or meddling with it, or doing anything with it to twist it or bend it. You're already already inter, uh, breaking the the trance by just taking the everyday your everyday life and spending some time sitting down, holding still, and just watching the entrainment, watching the way the mind grasps, rejects, thinks, concludes, excludes all of the different relative situations and they're, they're fundamentally the what it boils down to to use that kind of a it's not really a boiling but eventually there's just the witnessing of it. it takes a while and even even the witnessing is extra but then there's something behind the witnessing just a way of talking about it and at some point the allegiance shifts over from the the success and failure eight worldly dharmas in this world to getting ahead not falling behind being protected um getting your way getting success Getting uh, accolades it switches over to just the space itself, or awareness itself, or you know, Buddha nature, awakened truth. A
2: question from Greg in the UK. Yes, can you slip into a blank slate trance but still have some awareness around that?
0: Perhaps I'm not sure exactly what where the question is coming from. Uh, perhaps I mean anything that you can say is going to can show up and go away. But what is already the case can't show up. It's already the case. So it can't show up. It's being covered up by the literal way of saying it, by the confusion that things, that has ideas and opinions about anything. If you have any ideas and opinions about anything, it's, you know, you're living in a, in a,
2: uh, living in a pop uh, tent.
0: That, that gave you room to ask that your question. A pop tent. It's uh thank you. It's a, a pup tent, is something you you think is true, and you're afraid to come out because you don't really want the truth, so you just stay inside your pup tent. It's your own beliefs and a, opinions and ideas. So
1: it's kind of like your comfort zone. Nailed it. What?
0: Hurry up, I haven't got much time. Okay, i going to sneeze. Okay, <laughs> I like that. That's <laughs> true. I can't respond to that question. <laughs> How does the trance,
4: the way that you're using it, create the illusion of separation?
0: Just because it's it's apparent, has some kind of a, a temporary continuity to pull us this way, pull it that way. And you, you notice when you're trying to figure something out that you are that you actually deliberately go into some kind of a, of a tunnel of figuring, calculating, understanding, well, how about this, how about that? And we're weighing different things, trying to see. We're using the very nature of relative truth, which seems pretty solid, but just so does a dream. If you're in a dream, that seems... Pretty believable. Also, this is, as it is said in the Tibetan tradition, that the dream you have at night is a sample dream. This is the actual dream. This is the actual unreality. Different, different layers of it.
2: Future. You were talking when you were talking to Juzan. You said, "Don't meddle, but also don't abandon
3: mm-hmm.
2: the situation." Um, if I'm talking to someone that makes me uncomfortable, or if I'm watching something that makes me uncomfortable, I notice that I kind of drop my gaze or avert my eyes. Mm-hmm. Can we physically? Um, abandon one of our senses in a situation, but still not abandon the
0: person? I think that it gets pretty subtle and it gets more and more subtle as we go on on the path, as we practice year after year uh, to try to understand more deeply what this is. We might find that we actually make the teachings our own and we see that some people's uh, um, visual consciousness is extremely powerful and without a lot of uh, uh, say, other kinds of consciousness, maybe conceptual awareness or sound. So sometimes we might find ourselves kind of customizing our own way of working with that. So I would say uh, um, just proceed and just do it out of your awareness and your understanding. of uh, it. even though the kind of understanding is showing up as uh, the feeling that you don't understand, that's also understanding. It might be the most profound form of understanding is to not really know And this is why uh, delusion and and awakening are not two different things. We keep looking for the success and get rid of the failure. Look for life and get rid of death. Look for anything, pleasure and get rid of pain. Polarity.
2: If I notice myself uh, shutting down in a particular sense or averting my eyes, would it be helpful to intentionally try to maintain eye contact or something like that?
0: Probably not, but maybe a little bit. It would depend on the, on the situation. It would depend on the relationship to whatever that situation is already, how it's been going, to not leave anything out. So it's always about the awareness of what's arising rather than what's arising. If there's a awareness of what's arising, then what is arising actually gets its information from everything else because everything is dependently arisen. If you think you have thoughts, then that's going to create more difficulty. There's no thinker having thoughts. You receive thoughts, but don't believe a word I say.
1: Said you receive thoughts. Oftentimes, thoughts seem to match up with current situations.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do, depending on the reason. You can't have a. Go ahead. You have more.
1: Where are thoughts received from? Oh,
0: sending, them. sending
1: them. What's sending
0: them? The sender. You're sending them to yourself. You're, you're, you're not separate from what's being created. Big responsibility. And it's not about blame. It's not about, it's not about, uh, success or failure. It's, it, tra- it goes beyond all of that. That's, that's the relative. This is why the world is full of, of situations where people are at war and won't take care of each other, won't help each other because they see an enemy somewhere else and a friend over here. If you see what this is, you won't have any enemies. You also won't have any friends. You won't see anything else but yourself everywhere. And it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm over there and I'm over but not over there is as much as it means because that person doesn't have as much money or something. You know, it's it's not uh, you're not specifying anything. More. No. Nope. That was easy. Further questions. Jusan. Can we see the
4: qualities of our trance?
0: I think so. We we see that by practicing a lot, we begin to, sometimes it gets more and more difficult because we begin to see the very stuff we've been hiding out from the, to use that same word, the entrainment of the trance that that we've been, we've been believing certain things about our thoughts and our ideas and our, who we are and what life is about and the values. And we think that's true. And then we start, because we have been practicing, uh, going through an awareness practice, um we're, we're becoming more and more aware of the way in which that manifests and the way in which it's not true. We we actually stop believing our thoughts. They don't go away. We, we just don't believe them like we did before.
4: More? Does the <coughs> strength of that trance lesson?
0: Uh, let's put it this way. It could. But as uh, what you're looking at there, what you seem to be asking about is you won't care. You won't, you won't care your concern about something being this way and not that way starts to drop away. And that's why ego gets terrified because it wants to have a relative. It needs to have some kind of a, am I doing okay? Am I doing this right? Is this good? Should I keep doing this? What's life about? What am I going to do? Those kind of worries. But if you actually understand what this is, the actual, to put it bluntly, the actual worrier vanishes. There isn't anyone to worry. Why would you worry about something that's always the case? and yet never the case. Doesn't have any relative status. Has no, as a fancy word, no ontological status. It's not something.
4: Sure. Thinking about how you're talking about like thoughts with no thinker, um, I can think if if like a song comes on the radio, maybe it's like heavy metal, it'd make me happy, but it'd make Jinchi really mad
0: <laughs> or upset. So so it's like right and wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, which heavy metal song? Um, <laughs> Yes. Do you like his heavy metal music? No. What kind of music do you like? Not that. (laughs)
1: No, I like country music.
0: Okay, so what's the question?
4: So if there's no thinker behind the dots, it still seems like that situation would come up. It's the same situation that sparks two completely different responses. Mm -hmm. So
0: You should definitely arisen. It's just like an oak tree doesn't isn't jealous of an elm tree. I mean it's just they're just just different ways that phenomena appears. And some sometimes the as a human being, sometimes we because of the causes and conditions that we come out of, meaning our parents, our culture, our life, we just get all enamored of some particular situation or we get fearful and start to go to war. So there's the right and wrong is just extra.
4: So mm-hmm. even if there's no thinker, are we still bringing something to the dynamic that we're interacting with? Probably. So if that's not a thinker, how how can we have some kind of separated, Dynamic
0: like that, confusion, delusion, ignorance, passion, aggression, ignorance, spinning around, thinking that you're in a straight line. If you see that it's circular, you probably aren't going to avoid it, nor will you jump on it, nor will you uh, uh, try to stop it or fight with it. More, less.
4: I'm not. I'm not very familiar with the twelve links, but it seems like there's a, a difference between get the, familiar. It seems like there's a difference between the that first input and then how we feel about it, you know, so even if some of that
0: let. So you have feeling, and then you have what, grasping, those are the two. So you have feeling and then you have desire, and then you have the desire to get away from it, which is this kind of grasping, and you have the desire to get more of it, which is this kind of grasping, are you following me? Is he following me? So, what's your question?
4: If the position on it, like I like it or don't like it, mm-hmm. um, drops away or, or lessens and becomes less distinct from me yes. versus another person, is there still some kind of subtle distinction? I would see something differently than somebody else.
0: Sure. So we're not trying to get rid of the distinctions, but it's the attachment or the fixation on it, right and wrong, the fixation on it. So of course you're gonna uh, you're gonna just because of uh, dependent origination or causes and conditions, conditions, you're going to, one thing is going to appeal to you more than say to someone else, but it doesn't mean that you're right and they're wrong. Particularly when you add on a bunch of extra things, you might enjoy a particular kind of music more than someone else. There's, there's a, all the causes and conditions that arise to actually support that are untraceable. You might say, well, you know, my dad likes that kind of music too. But that's kind of weak. You know, there's, a, there's so many. It's such an elaboration that that the awareness going in there begins to see that the tributary streams are flowing through the darkness. You cannot trace it down. But what can you do? Just this. You can just, just be present. And it's not about a being present so much as it is to see the way you keep uh, missing your life by wanting something else, wanting something else, wanting, I don't want this. I like this. I don't like that. This shouldn't be. Why is this happening to me? You know how I know about this because I do it. And you don't have to stop doing that. So it's, that's that's the, the astonishing thing. You don't have to stop having emotions or anger or irritation. I get irritated all the time, ask her. I yell at the TV, I'm not really loud. I'm just saying you don't have to be somebody else. You can actually be who you are fundamentally. And you, you may find anger might taper off or it might get stronger. Jealousy, all the other uh, poisons may come and go, but they can't find a person who's feeling that way. They, but the, that doesn't mean the feelings won't be there, but they don't happen to an individual person who needs protection or needs advancement or needs to get over themselves. Or Kuhn. Does trance always include polarity? Seems like it. Sent you? Um, the space of not knowing feels
2: really unrelenting to me and often really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I frequently am looking for feedback.
0: Just I'll give you some. <laughs> My
2: question though is, should I back off on asking for feedback? No,
0: you shouldn't. Was that the feedback you're asking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're not separate from the Buddha. That not knowing, just don't do anything with it. You don't have to fill it up with anything. You have to get anywhere. You you don't have to accomplish it. You know, you're basically talking about the the nature of spiritual materialism is to want something else, to want to get somewhere. And you're very lucky because you don't know much. Follow me? That's why when I say you being a therapist, people are so lucky to come to you. I'm not just saying that. I'm just saying you're lucky to come to somebody who knows better than to meddle with them. Actually just receive... Powerful.
2: Question from Susan in Trevor City. Yes. Does a bodhisattva stop short of Buddha mind to be of service to all sentient beings, or come and go in awareness intentionally?
0: Yes. Is that a yes or no question?
2: I can't tell if it's a yes or no. Or eating well, I thought more.
0: I'd start by saying, that. <laughs> uh, if I understand what uh, what she's uh, Susan. What she's talking about or asking about. Um, when that kind of thing occurs, then whatever, whatever you're needed, that's where you go. You might be the Buddha. You might be a, a first Bhumi Bodhisattva. You might be a Shravaka. You might be a Prateka Buddha. You might be a Hindu. You might be a, a Jain. You might be, have no religion. You might be a Christian. You might be a Muslim. Doesn't matter. As if you're in the service of others, doesn't matter. You can show up any kind of way. What is
2: it? If between a
1: Bodhisattva and a Mahasattva. What about them? No, it's a difference.
0: One's big, one's little. Which one is the bigger? The Maha is the bigger one. Okay. You're welcome. Are we at the end of our sojourn? Final question? Oh, yes. Goes on.
3: <laughs> 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 we are you hiding over okay. there. <laughs> yes. You use the word in train,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and sometimes you say the train of thought and don't board the train. Mm-hmm. It seems like if there is a story, like a, a difference in opinion about music, or about music, or a story mm-hmm. about something—that's one thing. But it also seems like talking about the personal narrative. There's a train of that that is not mm-hmm. successive thoughts, but it's like a subliminal assumption from moment to moment of me. You know, how do you not board that train?
0: Just when I say don't board the train, I know you can't help doing that. I can't help it. Board on, you know. Get your ticket punch, sit down, and the next thing you know, you're off to Sudetenland or Tanabogo, which is in the South Pacific, in case you you're wondering. And you're then you're on the journey, and then but as soon as you see you're on the journey, you're back in the station. So it's just a matter of repetition, repetition. You keep you, you don't have to come back, you're just back. As soon as you see that you've gone somewhere, you're back. You don't have to do anything else, you don't have to add on, there I go again, you don't have to add anything on, you can just just be with that. It's uh, it's like breathing. You breathe out, you breathe in, you breathe out, you breathe in. So when I say, don't board the train, I know you can't help, but do that. Don't, don't, uh, don't, 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 don't all the, the donut thoughts. Uh, you can't help it. But, but by doing that, you over time, or maybe a long period of time, maybe shorter, you see that you actually get an idea of how that works. And by not adding anything to it, like an opinion a judgment, condemnation, or, uh, speculation or anything, you just see what happens, then that whole thing starts to slow down and you, you see the train coming in and you may get on, you may not, but if you get on, you do it for all beings. If you get off, you do it for all beings. Eventually you see you're not separate from anything, that there is no solid being. There isn't any. So therefore you're liberated. You can actually live your life moment by moment without interfering with anybody, without abandoning anybody and by being with all things more. Yes. Boarding the train for all beings, shut down on self-centeredness doesn't need to. There isn't any self, so you don't have to shut down on self-centeredness. Have to start somewhere, so that might be where we would start. Is we get start to get kind of embarrassed about how narcissistic or self-centered. How everything is always about me, 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 and my stuff, my ideas, my successes, my failures. But if you continue to look at that, you see that that is unreal. You don't have to get rid of something that is unreal. More. What's the difference between boarding the train for all beings and boarding it out of your self-centeredness? Same. You knew that was coming. Don't look at me like that. (laughs) When I say it's the same, I'm not trying to be uh, difficult particularly. I'm just saying that when you see it, the very polarity that we see of craziness, uh, insanity, insanity, buddha nature and sentient beings that those are not, they get their meaning from each other. It's such a simple idea, and yet it's uh, astonishingly difficult to understand because we are in a physical being that seems so real. This seems so astonishingly real. When this body-mind goes back into the into the five elements, including the consciousness, uh, um, not much is going to happen, other than to the people who are there seeing that happen. It might be a lot for them, but not for you. Yes. What does it mean to serve others? Don't meddle with them. Allow them to be Heather and Sand. I'm not saying you allow someone to pick your pocket, or you allow someone to enter your house and, and your uh, uh, piano. You know, very simply put, if you're talking to somebody and they seem very confused, and you're and you're respectful of their of their difficulty, uh, it's not not that you wouldn't uh, um, not that you wouldn't. Uh, By saying, what can I, I hear what you're saying, but is there anything I can do to help you? You might say that. They might say, no, I just wanted to complain to somebody. Um, So you just be with them. They they may want your help. They may not. But volunteering help based on your idea about what they should or shouldn't be doing is extra. Even though, even though relatively speaking, you know, you can uh, cite chapter and verse where you're absolutely correct about what you're telling them. That's extra. They might need to do, they need to, not as a, they need not miss their life also. You can't awaken someone else. Even though I'm sitting up here encouraging people to see who they are. Simply put, More. Are we able to not meddle and also respect our own confusion? Our own? I think that's where it starts. Stop trying to get better. It's a different. Uh, it's not that you wouldn't. Relatively, in some way, get better, less confusion, less jabbering at other people, more receiving what's happening to other people. Uh, but, it, but it wouldn't be a it wouldn't show up as some kind of improvement project. Other people might think you're doing fine because you no longer are lecturing them or arguing with them or telling them what to do or what not to do. Or, um, but you might just be responsible for your feelings. You might be able to just have your feelings without blaming any anyone you people complain to you a lot are you a sucker <laughs> you probably are <laughs> I don't I don't I understand what you're saying and I, I don't think so I, I sometimes say it this way if somebody's complaining to you and you're you're listening but it gets difficult for you to do it or you feel like this probably isn't all that helpful to this person when you just sit here and let them complain or whatever and this is very they're very specific to each person. There's no. I'm not giving any general advice that you should do this all the time. But maybe you should just excuse yourself and leave if it's getting difficult for you to receive their negativity. You might just say, "I got to get going." Something. There's nothing wrong with that. But while you're with them, as much as you can, just receive what's happening. You have to excuse me. I'm leaking. Oh. I think it was the squash I ate. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. It's working. <laughs> Finally. <laughs>
3: Thank you, my friends.